0: I hope you had a great Father's Day yesterday and that you took the time to just tell your dad how much you love them and appreciate them. And if you're the dad, like I am, I hope that you had a blast with your family and with your kids and just enjoyed the time. Being Father's Day, I, I kind of got to do whatever I wanted yesterday. So on the way home from church, I decided that we needed to stop at the local tractor supply company it's pretty much one of the coolest stores ever if you've never been in it but i thought it'd be really cool to make a hillbilly slip and slide we bought a plastic tarp we got stakes to put it to the ground a sprinkler baby oil dish soap silly string the whole bit but as we were gathering up all these necessities <laughs> for the day and my kids are trailing behind us as we're walking through the aisles and they're just wanting to pick up stuff dad can i have this dad can i have this oh, oh dad look how cool this is I'm Like yeah buddy that's really cool they want to buy everything and of course they do they don't have any money They don't go to work, they have no jobs. They don't have any real concept of money. So when they ask me, can I have, I'm trying to teach them that things cost money. So I ask them, yeah, how much money do you have on you right now? Uh, I don't have any, I got some at home in my piggy bank. It's like, well, how much does that cost? Okay, that's $12. How much do you have again? We go through this with like everything they pick up. It's like, okay, well, I don't have any money. You can't buy things. (laughs) They go hand in hand. If you want to purchase things, you have to have money to purchase things. I just finished up Acts chapter 4, and there's just a small section in scripture where it talks about this. It's the first century church. Jesus had just come and died and rose to heaven. And the believers are sharing their faith. There's a multitude of new Christians who are putting their faith in Jesus, and they want to be disciples, so they're literally leaving their life behind. And following the disciples and going out and just living the way that Jesus lived. And part of that would be going out and sharing their faith. That's why the first church grew so fast. It was an immediate chain. It was a radical chain. So extreme as the people would sell all their possessions. They would share everything with each other so that nobody was in need. And they would even go as far as to selling their home, their land, and give the proceeds, the money that was collected, to the community of believers to use. In Acts chapter five, verses 32 and following, it says this, all the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of his possessions was his own, but they shared everything they had. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and much grace was given upon them all. There were no needy persons among them. For from time to time, those who owned lands or houses sold them, brought the money from the sales, and put it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to anyone who had need. Now, I don't know about you, but that is commitment. Now, I don't know what you think about that, but to me, That is about as committed to something as you can get. Literally selling your land, your home, the things you have to live in a community of believers that were really being transformed into true disciples of Jesus. It was genuine, it was authentic, it was life-changing. And they were giving everything they had to pursue what God had for them. On the side of my Bible, sometimes I'll write things. And by this passage, I wrote the word generosity. We are called to give and to be generous. Selling your home and everything you have to give to the community of believers to help further the gospel, that is beyond generous. That's about as generous as you can get. On a scale of 1 to 10, this is 10. But where are we? Where am I? On a scale of 1 to 10, how much am I giving to kingdom causes on a percentage basis of what I own or what I make? What am I giving? Would I be ashamed of the number if an accountant were to examine all of my spending habits, all of my income, all that I own, and break down what is given to the kingdom versus what is? Used in a selfish way for myself? Would it show what I say my convictions are? So for what it's worth, those are my thoughts on Acts chapter 5, verses 32 and following. I hope it encourages you. I hope it helps you examine your own heart as it helps me. And above all else, I hope you're encouraged to make God a priority again in your life. Spend some time with him today. He'll use it to mold you and shape you into the person that he wants you to be. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.